Hi, my name is Pamela Coons, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Oncology at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. I'm excited to announce ASCO's new open access journal, JCO Oncology Advances. As the inaugural editor-in-chief, I hope to support JCO Oncology Advances to become the premier platform to bridge the gap between accessible scientific research and clinical care. Stay tuned for more information, including new article types, at ascopubs.org forward slash JCO Oncology Advances. We look forward to seeing your submissions in spring of 2024. This JCO podcast provides observations and commentary on the JCO article, Vaccination with Patient-Specific Tumor-Derived Antigen in First Remission, Improves Disease-Free Survival in Follicular Lymphoma by author Stephen J. Schuster, A.L. My name is Jacqueline Rosenblatt, and I'm an attending physician at the Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. My oncologic specialty is in hematologic malignancies. The manuscript by Schuster et al. presents the results of an international, double-blind, randomized controlled phase 3 clinical trial in which patients with treatment-naive follicular lymphoma were treated with an autologous tumor vaccine after achieving a complete response to chemotherapy. While follicular lymphoma is responsive to chemotherapy, and the addition of rituximab has been shown to result in improved response rates and survival, patients ultimately experience disease relapse. There is therefore interest in developing novel approaches, including tumor-specific immunotherapy, in an attempt to achieve more durable responses. The surface immunoglobulin of a B-cell lymphoma can serve as a tumor-specific antigen. The variable region of an antibody contains molecular determinants, termed idiotypes, which are unique to each immunoglobulin and can be recognized as antigens. Therefore, in a B-cell malignancy, the idiotype protein of the malignant B-cell clone can serve as a tumor-specific antigen and be utilized to generate a tumor vaccine. In this study, idiotype proteins obtained from patient-derived tumors were conjugated to KLH to generate an autologous tumor vaccine, which was administered in conjunction with GMCSF as an adjuvant. Patients in the control group were treated with KLH and GMCSF in the absence of idiotype protein. In a prior phase two study, patients with follicular lymphoma were vaccinated with autologous idiotype KLH vaccine given in conjunction with GMCSF after achieving a complete response to chemotherapy. Vaccine generation was shown to be feasible and vaccination was well tolerated. Tumor-specific cellular immune responses were generated and were shown to correlate with molecular remissions, providing the basis for this randomized, controlled, double-blind phase 3 clinical trial. In this study, patients were randomized in a 2-to-1 design to receive either the idiotype vaccine, idiotype conjugated to KLH, or the control vaccine, KLH in the absence of idiotype. In both groups, vaccination was administered with GMCSF after patients obtained a complete remission or unconfirmed CR following chemotherapy. The primary objective of the study was to determine whether idiotype vaccination resulted in a prolongation in disease-free survival compared to patients treated in the control group. Two analyses were performed to compare disease-free survival. The first 
analysis included all randomized patients. In the second analysis, only patients who received at least one vaccination were evaluated. The secondary objectives of the study were to assess safety, overall survival, immunologic, and molecular responses. The study was intended to enroll 563 patients, and 375 were expected to attain a CR following chemotherapy. This would result in 250 patients being randomized to receive idiotype vaccine and 125 to receive control, allowing for an 80% power to detect a 50% reduction in relapse in the treatment arm, with a minimum follow-up of eight months. Seventeen centers in the U.S. and Europe took part in the study. Patients with grade 1, 2, or 3A follicular lymphoma who had never received chemotherapy and who had either bulky stage 2, stage 3, or stage 4 disease were potentially eligible. Patients were required to have monoclonal surface IgM or IgG on their tumor and a lymph node greater than 2 centimeters accessible for biopsy. Patients underwent an excisional lymph node biopsy, both for central pathology confirmation and to provide autologous tumor for vaccine generation. Patients were treated with PACE chemotherapy. Enrollment to the study began in January of 2000. In 2007, the protocol was amended to allow for RCHOP to be used as induction therapy. Patients who achieved a CR after chemotherapy were randomized two to one to receive either idiotype vaccine or control. Patients who did not achieve a CR were excluded from randomization. Randomization was double-blinded and stratified by IPI risk group 0 to 2 versus 3 to 4, and number of chemotherapy cycles less than or equal to 8 versus greater than 8. Patients who remained in a CR received five vaccinations with either idiotype vaccine or control given at 1, 2, 3, 4, and 6 months, starting between 6 and 12 months following completion of chemotherapy. Patients in both groups received GMCSF 100 micrograms per meter squared subcutaneously on days 1 through 4. Study evaluations were performed prior to initiation of chemotherapy, after cycle 4 of chemotherapy, and every two months thereafter, prior to the first vaccination, and four weeks after the fifth vaccination. Study evaluations included a physical exam, CT of the chest, abdomen, and pelvis, and bone marrow biopsy. Subsequently, patients were followed with physical exam and CT scans every six months until relapse. 234 patients were enrolled to the study. The trial was terminated prior to full accrual due to protracted enrollment. 219 patients completed PACE chemotherapy and 6 completed RCHOP chemotherapy. 57 patients, 24%, were excluded from randomization either due to not obtaining a CR, study closure, screen failure, or withdrawal of consent. Prior to vaccination, 55, 31%, of the vaccinated patients relapsed, 38 in the vaccine arm, 17 in the control arm. An additional five randomized patients were excluded due to study closure or loss to follow-up. 117 patients received at least one vaccination, 76 in the idiotype vaccine arm and 41 in the control group. Five patients in the idiotype vaccine arm received the control vaccine due to inability to make the idiotype protein, but were analyzed as randomized. Six patients did not complete vaccinations due to either relapse disease or withdrawal and were analyzed as randomized. 
The treatment arms were well-balanced for patient characteristics, including age, performance status, histology, stage, IPI, and tumor isotype. As a primary endpoint, there was no statistically significant difference in median disease-free survival between the idiotype vaccine and control arms, 23 versus 26 months, when all 177 randomized patients were evaluated. For the 117 patients who were treated with at least one blinded vaccination, after a median follow-up of 56.6 months, a statistically significant prolongation in disease-free survival was observed with the idiotype vaccine. Median disease-free survival was 44.2 months in the idiotype vaccine arm versus 30.6 months in the control arm, corresponding to a hazard ratio of 0.62. In an unplanned subgroup analysis, disease-free survival was evaluated by tumor immunoglobulin heavy and light-chain isotypes. Among patients receiving an IgM idiotype vaccine, median disease-free survival was 52.9 months in the treatment arm versus 28.7 months in the control group, representing a statistically significant increase in disease-free survival with the IgM idiotype vaccine. Among patients treated with the IgG idiotype vaccine, median disease-free survival was 35.1 months in the treatment arm versus 32.4 months in the control group. With respect to secondary endpoints, vaccination was safe and well-tolerated. Median overall survival was not reached in either group. This study suggests that vaccination of follicular lymphoma patients with an autologous idiotype vaccine following a chemotherapy-induced remission may prolong disease-free survival. While a statistically significant difference in disease-free survival between the treatment and control groups was not observed when all 177 patients were evaluated, the effect of vaccination may have been muted in this analysis due to the high number of randomized patients who did not receive any vaccination, primarily due to disease relapse prior to vaccination. When the analysis focused on the 117 randomized patients who received at least one blinded vaccination, disease-free survival was significantly prolonged in the group treated with the idiotype vaccine. Despite the fact that the study was terminated early, resulting in a smaller sample size than originally planned and decreased power to detect an improvement in disease-free survival, a statistically significant improvement in disease-free survival was observed for idiotype-vaccinated patients. The results of the unplanned subgroup analysis, demonstrating an improvement in disease-free survival in patients vaccinated with an IgM but not an IgG idiotype vaccine, are provocative but not definitive. Preclinical studies have demonstrated that idiotype of IgM progenitors are immunogenic, while those derived from IgG progenitors became tolerogenic. The improvement in disease-free survival with IgM idiotype vaccine suggests that the isotype of the constant region may influence the immunogenicity of the idiotype vaccine and warrants further study. The improvement in disease-free survival observed in the present study is in contrast to the results of the Favril and Genotope Phase three studies where improvement in disease-free survival was not observed with vaccination. Notably, these prior studies included patients with partial response and stable disease following chemotherapy. 
Host factors in patients with active malignancy, including the increased presence of regulatory T cells and the influence of inhibitory cytokines and pathways that contribute to the immunosuppressive milieu of patients with malignancy, may blunt response to vaccination. As such, clinical trial designs that incorporate tumor vaccines following a chemotherapy-induced complete response, as evaluated in this clinical trial, may be best suited to demonstrate a clinical response to vaccination. Due to the long natural history of follicular lymphoma, median overall survival was not reached in either arm, and longer follow-up will be required to determine whether an overall survival benefit is observed with vaccination. This concludes this JCO podcast. Thank you for listening. For more original research, editorials, and review articles, please visit us online at jco.org. This production is copyrighted to the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Thank you for listening.